Hey guys, welcome back to Talk with Torch. I have a special guest. Please introduce yourself. This is Jason Supreme from Brooklyn, New York. You know, I'm a, I'm a rapper, natural talent rapper. Everybody need to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is it's underscore Jason Supreme. Okay, great. So let's get right into it. Like I was just telling you when we were setting up, I really appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I feel like it's very important um, with this platform that I have to utilize it so people can get their names out there as well as just just supporting. It's very important. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about your music? How did it all come about? How did you start rapping? I, I first started rapping when I was like 10 years old. Like I was just I was just like in school. Just rapping and my teacher made it do made me do something for like a talent show. So that's how I started rapping. Then I just like continued I just kept going and my brothers and them they kept telling me I'm nice. So they just started playing it for the whole hood. Okay. Then the whole hood started playing my music and then that's when I knew I was about to just keep rapping. Okay. Like, yeah. And where are you from in Brooklyn? I'm from Best Stop. Okay. Like, you know. Yeah. So but, as far as that, you said, like, you know, people were just motivating you in your hood and stuff like that. People was playing your music, and they were just saying, like, you really need to do this shit. But... Yeah. Okay, so, even though you started rapping at 10, and, you know, people started listening to you and everything like that as time was going, what made you want to take it seriously? As far as, you I, know, I really pushing your shit out there. I really started taking it serious, like, because my little brother, he a singer. Mm -hmm. Name Alonzo. And like one day he was singing and Beyonce had came to my school and she she gave him a kiss and all that. So from right there, I just wanted it like stay in that <laughs> lane, like you felt like superstars. Okay. So you just had to keep going like that. Okay. <clears throat> and um okay, so going forward, what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? in regards to the obstacle that you faced with pushing your music out there and perfecting your craft? Oh, uh, my biggest failure is, like, not putting the music out. And and also, like, when, you, when you're dealing with this industry, like, you know, you do shows and everything, you got to really be, like, on top of it. Like, they'll play with you. Because I was, like, doing a show for A Boogie and them, mm -hmm. and I had to wait, like, the whole night to be finished to do my song. So it just made me feel like, now nah, I got to get on time more, like. I got to stop playing. Okay. And yeah, because you just said something. You said that, you know, like the industry, they play with you a lot. So for someone that's actually trying to, you know, pursue rapping yeah. and to get into the game, what is some advice that you will give them? The, my advice is to like, if you like rapping for real, just keep on rapping, keep dropping. And like, don't let nobody like, like, stop, don't let nobody stop you for real, because people will copy you and all that, and it make you feel like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even do this no more, like, maybe I need to just do something else. You can always just rap if you like that. Mm -hmm. Make music, do what you do. And you know what's so people crazy? People pay attention. It's something that you just said, 
And, you know, I find myself coming to terms with accepting it as flattery, but it still bothers me a lot. When you said that, you know, it turns you off, like when people be copying your shit. Yeah. That means. It makes you feel like that. Yeah. It gets me real aggy. But as I'm getting older, it's making me realize, like, okay, you know what? This shit is really flattering, but it's just like. Yeah, like they fans probably a little bit. If they got to see what you're doing. But the fucked up thing about it is, it's just like, okay, but all you showing me is that you have no authenticity at all. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, they're not being themselves. Yeah, I, and like I said, I'm coming to terms with it every day, but it's shit that just aggravates me. And, you know, it's very important to be authentic because people can actually see you and... It will be more of like an understanding as comparison to someone copying you. It's just like, come on, like you have to be yourself. And I feel like whether you rapping, whether you singing, whether you doing podcasting, whatever you do, you have to just be yourself. And I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. I, I feel like when people copy you, you can't really do wrong. So you should like when people copy you. Like they're going to see whatever you're doing as right anyway. Right. It's flattering, but at the same time, you got to also show people who you are. You have to. Yeah, for fact. They can't just be you. Yeah. Because I can only be me. And I can only be me and do it properly. You can't be me. Be yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um... They're going to learn. <laughs> yeah, they are. One day. I mean, everybody has to deal with things like that. But um, going forward, so I know that you said that you started rapping when you was 10. So how old are you currently? I'm 24. Okay, so you're 24. All right. And um, tell me some more about, like, your music. Tell me if you have any upcoming projects that's coming out and stuff like that. Um, who are you working with? And just to, like, summarize, I want to know, like, who is the most influential people around you? Who's like your solid team right now? You could give them a shout out and you can like, you know, just elaborate on that whole thing. I feel like right now, it's just my girl, my brothers, and my man. It's like, it, that's my team right now. I'm independent. I'm like an independent artist. So I just kind of do everything myself and with those help right there. Okay. Like, all the ideas, everything come from there. But I just dropped a video called Trust None, J Supreme Trust None. Mm -hmm. On YouTube, you could go look that up, you know. And I, my raps is like it come from the heart. Like I talk about like real life stuff, like that really happens. Like I won't rap about having a million dollars and I'm nowhere near a mill. You know what I mean? Like I rap straight, real stuff that really happened. Okay, I like that. I really do. And that's yeah. another thing too. <laughs> You just like, you know, you throwing things out there when you're saying that, you know, you rapping about real shit and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, um, I have a lot of young listeners on the podcast and, you know, I've interviewed sign artists, independent artists, you know, um, entrepreneurs, and I always let them give a word of advice to the younger listeners and just the listeners in general, because... You saying that, you know, that you just rapping about real shit, it just shows that, you know, it's a small amount because you do got a lot of people out here that just be rapping a whole bunch of bullshit and they're not about that. 
But the fact that you have that lane where, you know, you speak in that raw shit where people is like, okay, you know what? I can really relate to this because a lot of people is caught up in the facades, you know? And, and then, um, then when you rap on real stuff, you could never run out of raps because like everyday life, you're going to be able to say, I did this, that, you're going to be right. So, what is your advice that you would give to the youth? My advice is just always be yourself and do whatever makes you happy. Okay. That's it. Sounds good. So, besides that, tell me a little bit about, you know, like, um, the area that you grew up in, some of the situations that you dealt with growing up. Um, give us a little insight of who you were, who you are, and you know, like where you come from, and just right. Well, I'm from I'm from, I'm from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, so it's kind of like crazy out here. Like at one point, it was really like a war zone out here. Like you can't go outside play ball. That's why I started off as a ball player. You know what I mean? But then as I got older and all that stuff started getting real. Like people getting killed and stuff. Like my man's and all that. So you gotta like adjust to the streets type. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but you still got to be a puppet. You know what I mean? So that's when I really took rapping real serious. Like, I got to do something. You know what I mean? Like, I can't just, I don't want to just jump into this, fight, get killed out here. You know what I mean? So I got to do something, get, get my money all up. That's how I really, like, started taking all this serious. Like, for real. And you said that um one of your friends got killed. When that situation... like a couple of them. Oh, a couple. Okay. Well, for that whole situation, like, as far as, like, your mindset, as far as, you know, you just um, adapting and just, you know, experiencing that, tell me how was you able to cope with that? And besides that, what has it taught you? Because I feel like when we all go through things, everybody's different, but everybody experiences some type of trauma that changes them mm-hmm. and it could be in a good way or a bad way so i just want you to like, touch I, base feel like on that. I was young when it happened like 13 14 mm-hmm. so at that time it just felt like damn but then my pops passed away after so it's like it kind of teach me that we gotta die so we might as well live the life we want to live like for real before it's over like if you was to die tomorrow would you be happy with what you're doing in life like you know what i mean yeah, I definitely get that. And it's really important to, like you said, to live life, to experience things. And for some reason, for most people, um, I noticed, I observed that, you know, they're afraid of change. They're afraid of taking chances or just stepping out of their comfort zone. And I feel like everyone has that part of them that is afraid to do something, but you having the strength to go forward and actually push yourself to do it, it just shows you how many opportunities are really out there. Yeah. And, and you ain't stopping yourself. Like, I'm sorry, you can you repeat know, that? They just used to, the company. Like, they used to what everybody else doing. You know, like, it's a community thing. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because um, in my last interview, I was talking to one of my guests, and he's from L.A., And we were just talking about, you know, being products of our environment and outgrowing and, you know, just learning and trying to maneuver different ways to actually change. 
And it goes back to what I was just saying. There's a lot of individuals that, you know, I'm from Crown Heights and um, I live in Georgia now, though. But um, for me, it's like growing up, I was always the female that people seen like get into it, being ambitious, doing stuff like that. And then as I was getting older, it just became like a cycle. Like I kept seeing like the same people doing the same thing. And, yeah, and it, it happened everywhere. Cause I just came from Georgia. And it looked like the same thing over there a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess it depends on where you're at. Yeah, I guess it depends because I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't live in Atlanta. I live in the suburbs. And yeah. when I go to Atlanta, you got different areas. But you see that the struggle is real. I'm not. That's everywhere you go. But what I'm trying to say is, is for me... When I go home, it's like, damn, like I see the same people doing the same thing. And it's just like, when are you going to make a change? And it's sad because a lot of the times it be people that you grew up with. It be people that, you know, have so much potential and so talented, but they're not doing shit with that. Not yet. That kind of what made me change, too. I was like, just looking around the hood, like, damn, we all going to just be homes like you know what i mean like we all going to just be with each other 35 years old or know each other trying to show up for each other we keep doing this hey somebody gotta make it out you have to you have to and um you said something earlier when you was talking about your team you said that um your girlfriend is a part of that and yeah. for me it's, it's very important for people to understand that you know when you have a strong female by your side there's a lot of things that she'll be able to see that you can't see and vice versa. And with her being a part of your team, can you just elaborate on how that has been beneficial to you and, you know, just like the positive outcomes of that whole situation? Nah, yeah, it definitely is positive getting the girl because, like, kind of right before that, but right before I met her, I was talking to bad girls. Like, me, my bros, all that. And one of my bros, actually died from, like, a girl talking, like, you know me talking to a girl type. He got stabbed and all that. Oh, so, man. when I met this girl, it kind of made me stay out the streets more and all that. So, I see, like, it's a difference. Like, I would have been in the streets, really had to deal with more people. Everything. Okay. That's crazy. That's sad what happened to your friend with that because, um... Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate and... You know, it's crazy because um, I had a homeboy that I went to middle school with. And this was like maybe like six years ago. But it was the same situation where he was talking to somebody. Wait, what's his name? Um, you, I'm, you not, from I'm, not putting, I'm not putting nobody's name out there. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. for the sake of that. But with the situation, it was like, you know, um, he was talking to somebody and she had a man. And her man found out and... He got killed because of that. And then the guy ended up killing himself. Yeah. So. Because the situation I'm talking about happened around six years ago, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I asked you, like, what's the thing? But, yeah, and it's just, it's just unfortunate. But, um. Yeah, it's crazy. I really appreciate everything, um, you know, with your music. You said that you have a new music video out. Um, also, I wanted to know, as far as um, projects, are you putting something out um, soon? Yeah, I'm about to drop a brand new EP, like four songs. 
Okay. Um, do you have a date yet, or? No, I don't have a date, but it's going to be sometime next month. Okay. Definitely. Okay, that's great. Yeah, but you could just look up J Mac Supreme, and mm -hmm. you're going to see it. Okay, good. And also, um, is there anybody that you know you want to shout out um, before we, like, close this up? Like, anybody that you want to just, you know, shout out, let them know that you appreciate them, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. I want to shout out my son, Butter Slack. I want to shout out my girl, Shaw Mayo. Because these people that, you know, they helped me on the way. I'm enough. I want to shout out my little brother, Alonzo Mack. He a singer. And he like he really makes mad songs with me. It's like, we really, he really good. So I, I need to shout him out. Okay. And um, also, can you just repeat your Instagram again? Your social... All your social media platforms, like, so, you know, people could go yeah. follow you and stuff. Um, my Facebook is Joshua Mack. It's Joshua, then M-A-C-K. My Instagram is it underscore J Supreme. And then you could just look me up on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. It's J Supreme or J Mac Supreme. Okay. And, you know, in closing, like I said, I have a lot of young listeners but for the listeners in general, um, just say something. Just put something out there. Drop some jewels. Let, you know, give some advice out there because you're somebody that is pushing yourself. You're making it happen. You have a strong foundation around you. And, you know, everybody is capable of doing something to better themselves. So what is a piece of advice I, that you can say in closing? For all the listeners, I, I feel like you need to definitely get out travel more, you know, see the world, see what's going on, because with the situation, if you're in a bad situation, it ain't going to last forever, people probably in the worst situation than you, you got to see that, for real, and I don't know, just keep doing your thing, like, people, people going to keep paying attention, they're going to see you. You guys hear that, right. right? Repeat that last part. Like, we're like, just keep putting out your, keep putting out your music, do what you're doing, people paying attention, like, they really going to see you. Because when you stop, every time I stop putting out my music, somebody always asks me, like, damn, when you dropping a new song? And it's like, damn, I didn't even know nobody cared about it for real. You know what I mean? So you guys just keep going. You guys heard that. Like I said, um, I really appreciate the conversation. You know, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to have you on my platform for us to chop it up a bit. And, you know, for me to get more in tune with who you are and your music and where to check you out. So this was Talk With Torch. Later, y'all.